Hey guys, this is Justin, and today gonna be I'm going to be reviewing an anime called Kamisama Kiss, which is licensed by Funimation, with Emily, who is our anime reviewer. What's up, Emily? Hi, Justin. Nothing much. Just school. School's fun, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Yeah, prepare very for, much so. Prepare for finals and stuff like that. That's that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very much. I, I get fun. I, I get the feeling it's a little bit of sarcasm in here, or am I just no, here? none at all, Justin. <laughs> why would I ever be sarcastic about how much I love school? Uh, well, hopefully maybe Commissary Kiss took uh, your mind off of that, uh, off of school a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I watched it with my siblings, so there was that added enjoyment. <laughs> I actually liked it a lot. So, so right, okay, that's good, because now. We're going to talk about it. So um, let's just give a little overall summary of Kamisama Kiss. Um, Nanami, who is the main character of Kamisama Kiss, she ends up having to get – she gets kicked out of her house because her father's kind of a deadbeat, I guess, and she left him with a ton of debt. So she can't live there anymore. Then all, all of a sudden, while she's moaning, she's, uh, she's moping around on the street or just sitting down, she meets this – strange guy who apparently has some has powers she gives she secretly gives him one of the, she, she secretly gives him gives her one of the powers and then tells her that she can go to a shrine and she can live there of course she go she foolishly actually listens to him just saying oh it can't be nothing there shouldn't be anything wrong with it and it seems, it looks abandoned and she thinks she's swindled then all of a sudden she meets the shrine guardians they are convinced that okay, hey, welcome, welcome to the shrine. They take her in. Then she meets Tomoe, who is a fox show guy, and he's not exactly thrilled to be with her. <laughs> and then yeah. just, and then just um, we was hoping to get rid of her at some point. By the end of uh, episode one, she ends up sealing a contract with him by a kiss. She kisses him. He now has no choice but to listen to her almost for every word and now basically they have to work together to, to make the shrine more active I guess so alright um, that's a bit of the bit summary of it there are things that change as the episodes go on and stuff like that so um, let's just simplify things a little bit more so we don't have to talk about every single thing <laughs> and uh, let's just a couple of things that you liked uh, let's start uh, Emily what, uh, was there anything in particular that you liked a lot um, well, since this is a shoujo, um, the biggest, or like the thing I liked the most was probably the romance or the budding romance at this point. Um, in the series, I thought it was generally well done because Tomoe wasn't like a huge asshole and then Nanami for, Nanami for all she's worth is actually a pretty, pretty endearing character in her own right. So, and then I liked the ending a lot because most shoujos don't get like conclusive endings in terms of like the romance. And um, they added that in. It's not in the manga because I read a bit of the manga. And um, I thought it was nice that they kind of gave you a semi-romantic conclusion to, like, wrap it up instead of just leaving it open-ended for the sequel it probably won't get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually agree with you. That's one of the things I really did like. The ending was pretty sweet because it was building up the eventually again what like sometimes when anime happens they always like to basically just mess around and just play with our emotions not in a good way sometimes yeah it's it's, it's usually poorly done but i like the development between tomoe 
and Nanami. I really liked the development from they because they couldn't stand each other to okay, I fell in love with each other, and then eventually they did. Um, they eventually got to eventually got together at the end. That was yeah. That was pretty good. That was also like kind of. I also kind of liked like the backstory to Moe had because it added, it kind of. It added more to his character that goes beyond the usual like face value, jerk with a golden heart sort of um, stereotype. Yeah, and like the interest in um. We'll also add to that, I, I think a little bit, was um, the times where um, um, Nanami had to go, I guess she was going back into the past, and she saw how Tomoe was back then. Yeah. Um, I thought that added a little bit into um, his background. Mm-hmm. So and that, then, like, the backstory episode was, was nice, too. What's, I'm sorry? The backstory episode, um, where like you saw how he met the original land god, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, okay. that was a nice episode mm-hmm. or a bit, like the first half. Okay. Um, I liked it. Um, a, a couple things like again, like the end. I liked. Um, I found it pretty amusing. Like it was pretty cute. Um, like the te- the character designs were distinctive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some of the guys looked like girls. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, I guess it's like man girls or something like that. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I I like that. Um, overall, some of the interactions were um, pretty good, and um, at times it was often it was somewhat funny at times. Yeah. Um, so it so yeah. Ultimately, I just found it very amusing. The character interactions, um, some of the stories. That was those are those were pretty good for me. Yeah, I agree. And then I guess one thing I actually like, one extra thing I like, believe it or not, was the dub. Now, it's nice. It's not. It's not. It's not as great as itself. That's the the Japanese voices. That's it's that's it's not not as good. <laughs> but um, at that I was hearing. I I just recently watched um Aquarian Evo. Um, I hope to get a review of that sometime, hopefully this week. Um, I was listening to the dub of that, and I was like, oh my, it, it, it's not good. <laughs> it, it is really not good. Like, I'm usually pretty tolerant of, of some of certain dubs, although I notice that some are usually one or two or three steps below mm-hmm. the Japanese uh, voice acting. Yeah, but, um, that happens a lot. In this, when I listen to the, when I listen to the, um, when I listen to it in here, I was actually impressed. Um, I thought Nanam Tia Balard as Nanam was pretty good. Um, I just didn't like the narrator. That's about my only issue. Now I didn't like necessarily mind the narrator in Japanese, but I just like I don't I don't, I, I just don't see the point of having the narrator narrate narrate so as much as he did in the whole entire series. But mm. in the dub, I wasn't too impressed with her. But other than mm-hmm. that, I thought the dub was fine. I thought it was tolerable. I think I only listened to a bit of the dub, but yeah, I think I'd agree. It's not like as bad as other dubs out there. It's not like the best dub ever, so take what you can get. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, what? Okay, so we talked about a couple things we did like about Comic Psychist, but was there some stuff that you didn't like about it? Um, there always felt like there was a bit of a disjoint, at least early on between the episodes. Like they were trying to cram in a lot of stuff, and unfortunately, the show's a bit low budget, so that kind of showed a bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> what times of the animation? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Just a little. Um, well, really, this is probably why this is probably my biggest issue with the show. It, it's not really that funny. <laughs> like it's advertised. Yeah, it's yeah. advertised as a comedy, so that means that there should be some jokes in there that I'm just bawling over, crying, and that did not happen at all in the show. Like there was like maybe at there's this is like this is twelve. No, it's just 13. This is 13 episodes. So, throughout those entire 13 episodes, yeah, I'm smiling, it's cute and all, but there was nothing that made me go, <laughs> I'm just tearing up and stuff like that. There, was, there wasn't a single, there wasn't a single um, thing in here that was remotely that funny. And then one thing that did make me kind of laugh, let's see, I think this happened in like about the later episodes, um... I remember, I think it was Tomoe who was getting uh, chatted by somebody, and it was just they the, had these sign, these um, these signs with the blah, just with the blah 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 blah. Oh. Um, that the way it was done and the timing of it was pretty good. But other than that, like there wasn't really much there that made me go, yeah, this is this is a really good, this, this is really funny. Yeah, I agree. The comedy probably wasn't the best. But, like, for me, it didn't bother me as much because I saw it as, like, a shoujo first, and then, like, any of the comedy was, like, secondary to the romantic elements. Um, anything, uh, did you, uh, find anything else that you didn't like? Um, not particularly... Yeah, I was, I was pretty okay with it overall. I didn't have anything I particularly didn't like. And you pretty much covered it with the comedy. That was, like, my biggest issue, too. Well, I think the other issue that I think I had with it was, um... Okay, it was episodic... It was mostly episodic stories where they had to carry, um... You had different types of stories. So you had the story with the, um... With the guy who fell in love with the human. Mm-hmm. And then you had, um... A, the story where... Tomoe had took it, took out the eye of one of these uh, dragon, uh, I think it was a dragon god, one of the gods of the sea, and um, they had to resolve that. Yeah. But then, by the end, they finally realized, oh wait, we have a shrine to take care of, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, um, yeah, it was a bit secondary. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys like we're supposed to focus on that, like at least at some point or something like that, right? No. Yeah. Wait till like the end, and then all of a sudden it gets really dark and dramatic and I'm like uh... yeah I think the only like one of the saving graces for that bit like I agree it was it was kind of like episode and I suddenly jumped back to the shrine um one of the saving graces for that for me personally was like when she was doing her whole shrine maiden dance thing it wasn't like she did the whole super power up out of nowhere thing I mean it kind of was that but she also had like help and then she kind of tripped and fell right before she beat it and of course it's supposed to be funny don't yeah. worry, I, I, I didn't laugh at that, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't laughing either, but <laughs> I appreciated the uh, not nowhere, the uh, lack of a super power-up, I guess. <laughs> true, true. Um, but that's about my issues with it, which ultimately kind of took me out of Comics and I Kiss for the most part. Again, mm-hmm. I found it amusing. I found it watchable. But it's not like something I would be like, okay, I'll watch this definitely, I'll definitely watch this again. Yeah, it's not like a classic, but... <laughs> so, okay, um... I guess that's uh, about it. Take okay. care, guys. Take care.